right, guys. Welcome to the next episode of the Iron Horse Community Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Candace Wagner, and with me today, I'm Haley Holbrook. She is our next member of the month, and she's super excited to be here. And uh, we're going to talk to her a little bit today to get to know her and uh, touch on some things that maybe we don't know about her in the community that is super awesome. Um, and I'm a little curious to hear a little bit about your experience with the Monster Mash as well, which we can share. If you guys missed the Monster Mash, Haley was in it. She was partnered with Sarah. They smashed it. They had a lot of fun, came up with some cool costumes. So we'll kind of touch on those things as well. Um, but go ahead. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Haley. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was born and raised in Florida, actually. Um, went to college there. And then I moved here for medical school. So I've been in Fort Worth for two and a half years now. Um, I was always involved in athletics and stuff from a very young age. Um, I started playing lacrosse competitively in eighth grade and continued that throughout college. I was on the club team for my university. We actually traveled to different states to compete, which was really fun. Um, and now I'm here. Um, when lacrosse, when I graduated college and I didn't have lacrosse anymore, I, I never really thought about what I would do for fitness once that point hit. I have never been a um, solo gym attender. Like I, I just, I go to the gym and I'm like, okay, now what do I do? It, it's just like too much effort for me. It's too stressful for me. Um, so I had a, about a year of a time in limbo where I just wasn't exercising and didn't really feel that good about myself during that time. Um, but then when I came here to medical school, I, um, they, we had a gym that we went to and there was some, there was a one coach there who was a PT student and she did group fitness classes there. And that was the first time I ever learned like what a power clean was or anything like that. Like she in our fitness classes taught us how to do those things. And I thought it was so cool. I really enjoyed it. And then she left for her rotations and wasn't coaching there anymore. Um, after she left, uh, the classes just weren't as intense as I had hoped them to be, and I didn't feel like I was getting a whole lot out of them. Um, but that's when I heard from one of my classmates about her doing CrossFit, and she talked me into it, and I came and I did a free class, and I fell in love with it. So here I am. That's actually really surprising to hear that you weren't as committed in the background, you know, we're talking yeah. about now, right? Because you're probably one of the most consistent members that we see here, which is one of the many reasons why the staff and I selected you as our next member of the month. Um, but tell me a little bit about this experience with lacrosse. I didn't know you were that competitive. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, in, so I did like a club team in eighth grade. Um, and then in high school, I tried out for the team. I made the junior varsity team in freshman year. And then I was one of the few, so sophomore year, I was like one of the few sophomores to be like pulled up to varsity. Um, our team was pretty good. Our school, my school um, down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, like very big athletic school, like one of the top football athletic schools. So our lacrosse team was pretty good too. Um, I think my, we, the first time in a long time that we won district champions was my junior year. So that was really fun. Um, and then in college, um, I found out that my school had a really good club lacrosse team. So um, anybody could do that. There wasn't really a tryout process for that. So I joined that team and 
that was like a great way to keep playing lacrosse. And we, we weren't an amazing team, I'll be honest, but we still <laughs> got to do really awesome things, got to travel. We did a Colorado tournament. We did Pennsylvania tournaments. We kind of went all over. So uh, Santa Barbara, California too, for a tournament. Heck yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. And like position wise, I kind of like jumped all over, all over the field. I was like that moldable player. So I was the one who would be put in a position that like, it's like, we need somebody to try something new, to do something different. And that was the player that I was in the cross. <laughs> That's awesome. That's super helpful, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Like a jack of all trades. Yeah, pretty Just much. let Haley do it. She's got any yeah. position. Except for goalie, though. I, I was not going to do that. <laughs> I feel you, though. They yeah. started me out when I played soccer and goalie, and okay. I hated soccer. And yeah. they put me on the field, and I loved it. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. Well, cool. That's awesome to hear that. So, you know, it's interesting to me, too, that you're, you're – talking about this trainer that put you through power cleans because is it still true that maybe squat cleans are your favorite? I, I do. I, I really do like the squat cleans. So we never, so she did power cleans with us, um, but we never did the squat cleans. I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure power cleans was the only like, we might've done a snatch maybe one or two times, but it's just funny. I just remember the first time she taught me power cleans and I was like, what is this movement? I don't know what I'm doing. And I just remember her like miming how to do it and stuff. And it was such a struggle for me, but like now I feel so much more confident doing them because we do them a lot here. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would definitely say the squat cleans are one of my favorite movements. So if it's not the favorite, what is the favorite? The favorite. That's a good question. I haven't thought about that too much. <laughs> you see us suffering when we're doing them, right? Whatever right? it is. Exactly. Yeah. I used to think that I liked deadlifts, but um, like as my favorite. But that's I don't think that's the case anymore. What changed? Did you do a workout recently, like on a Monday? I remember there was one workout, and we hadn't done deadlifts in a while, and um, it was like a it was a building or you know in the strength building piece in the beginning. And it was like eight reps at tempo, and I just like went way too heavy, and I just thought it was really tough. So maybe we pushed I, a little too yeah, hard. Yeah, pushed a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of the learning process as a, a member of any CrossFit gym, especially. But you know, trying to find that balance in between what can I push myself to, what combinations are going to be really difficult for me that I wasn't aware of. So I think that's totally normal that you went through that. We all kind of go through that, and I went through that too. Uh, but we just got to do it very cautiously, right? right? But awesome. So that's really cool. So Florida is a little bit warmer than Texas or more humid, maybe? Definitely more humid, okay. especially where I went to undergrad because um, it's like smack in the middle of the state, not really close to the coast. So humid. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Well, now we got really bad wind. So if you guys are listening <laughs> in and you hear that, that's what that is. Someone's knocking on the door. Well, cool. Well, tell us a little bit about, you know, what keeps you committed to fitness. I know you mentioned that, you know, you have a really good support system. you got mm -hmm. some members here that have helped you along the way. Um, is that like the main thing or is there like a lot more going on there that maybe you want to share for someone that could be struggling? Yeah, just um, for me, it was really important to find something that I knew I would be able to stick with like the rest of my life. Because now that I've transitioned to that new phase where I'm not playing a sport anymore and I won't probably won't be playing a sport like that's not going to have that opportunity again. So um, I think really what keeps me going the most is just like having found something that I know I can do, you know, at least three times a week. And it's something that I can keep up with the rest of my life, 
even if I happen to move to a different area, you know, CrossFit, there's gyms all over the place mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that's the main thing that keeps me going. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad to hear that yeah. because uh, you guys have probably seen this, but I know you came in a year ago as of this month, if you guys are listening. And uh, the gym was a little bit different back then. We started to rebrand it actually at the beginning of this year. So um, that's kind of where we're going with it, right? We want everybody that's coming in to understand that this is a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. This is all about living longer, happier, healthier lives. And this isn't a six-week boot camp. We're going to get a six-pack and then peace out, right? So <laughs> that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, you know, I'm dying to hear about your experience with the Monster Mash. It was yeah. so exciting yeah. watching you guys compete. Tell me a little bit about your experience with that. Yeah, so th that is the first time I have ever done anything like that before. I've never done fitness competition or ever been into it like that. Um, but, wow, it was a lot of fun. I loved having a partner. Um, I'm definitely a competitive person, you know, having done competitive sports and stuff. Um, but it was such a thrill. And doing multiple workouts, like, all in a you know short period of time was uh, something I had never experienced before. Um, yeah, I I really liked it. Were you nervous before you did it? I was definitely nervous. Um, had a lot of adrenaline, but I think overall it was excitement. Like like all right, you know we got this. I um, Sarah was my partner, and um, I texted her the day before, and I was like Sarah like calm like we need to have a Facetime chat later. We need to strategize, figure out what we're gonna do. Um, and the main workout that I was the most concerned about was the Monster Mash one, which was the really long, the really long workout. Um, and we talked through like a plan and everything. And in the middle of that workout, we noticed that we were like maybe the fourth or fifth group to get off of our soul bike in the beginning. Um, and we were like a little bit scared, like, oh no, like is our, you know, I'm not sure if our plan's working or whatever, but we just decided to stick to our plan. And we ended up like pulling first place in that Heck workout yeah. at the end. So that was like definitely a good moment for us. We, I, I really liked having a strategy, being able to follow through with our plan and not change it based on what other people were doing. And it ended up um, getting us first place in that uh, competition against many great, amazing teams. I think the Colts women's bracket was a really Stacked. great, <laughs> like skilled bracket like a lot of people on the same skill level so Absolutely. we were neck and neck with lots of teams and it was really fun to do yeah. yeah well cool and I'm glad that you said that about um strategizing and all that yeah yeah as coaches you guys probably hear us and, and it's probably like beating a dead horse but we're always talking about you know make sure you guys start way slower than you think you should and in competition that's exactly the same because you're going to have all these people at your sides and you're trying to put your blinders on so you're not focused on them but it's right. so hard how to get excited and try to stay with them but really it's all about being smart so that and what we call you can reward the pacer the person that paces is usually the one that comes out on top so that's awesome you guys already figured that out and put yeah. it together but cool well tell us one more thing i want to know a little bit about you know what is something about you that you're working on right now? I know you're in school, you're you know busting your backside yeah. um, with clinicals mm -hmm. and stuff like that. What's something that you're working on or maybe something that you could share with our listeners that you're really proud of that you accomplished in your life? Yeah, um, well, as far as like accomplishments throughout my life, um, I've always been like when I put, like give myself a goal to accomplish, I, I always work really, really hard to accomplish that goal. 
Um, and also, I think it's okay to, if you've realized that a goal might not be realistic and you need to like drop down your expectations a little bit and, and kind of mold yourself in that way, that that is totally okay to do too. And it's, um, it doesn't make you look bad or it doesn't mean you're not a strong person or anything like that. Something that I've been trying to work on um, recently is getting out of my shell a little bit and um, allowing myself to do things that um, might not make me normally feel as comfortable doing. Uh, so I've been trying to push myself in that direction, which I think uh, will be good for me. In like, the a yeah, like, like a podcast? Like a podcast, yeah. If you guys listen, Haley came in, I asked her, I'm like, are you nervous about this? She's like, yeah, I'm really nervous about this. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. I think yeah. you're uh, super awesome. You're super positive mm -hmm. and energetic. So you're your energy that you give off isn't just evident here for our listeners and those watching, but in our classes, you know, you come in, I'm surprised you're to say that, you know, you're one that's kind of cooped up in your shell. You don't come off that way at all. Um, but I do want to applaud you. And if you guys see Haley, please give her a shout out. She's been busting her backside, really setting the bar high in our community. And I really appreciate you coming on and sitting down and talk with us today. Thank you. All right, guys, catch us on our next episode. We're going to sit down again with Brian King and go over the next cycle of our programming that's coming, where we're going to really start to push a throttle, find some baseline numbers as far as maxes, and just have some fun. So we'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening to the CrossFit Iron Horse Community Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure you rate it, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss out. We'll catch you on the next episode. Go and say something. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, buddy. Welcome to the CrossFit Iron Horse Community Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Candice Wagner. And with me today, we're going to discuss our next member month. We're going to get to know her. We're coming out of 2020, going into 2021. And who better than to bring Nicole Masole on the mic today, okay? She is our next member of the month. She's been setting the bar high for a long, long time. She's been a member here for over five years and has been a tremendous asset to the community here at CrossFit Iron So we're gonna go ahead and start off by getting to know her a little bit more, especially in this COVID environment. I think that's so paramount, um, but we're gonna go ahead and start this a little differently than we have in the past, Nicole. So go ahead and tell the listeners something about you we don't know. All right, um, so I, I think if you've seen some of my t-shirts, you may have, some people may know that I was in the college marching band and so I just grew up loving music and just wanted to be some sort of musician. You could find me growing up singing, uh, playing my clarinet in the choir. I was playing handles at church. And like literally music was everything to me growing up. So I um, loved going to the symphonies and to musicals. Um, so that's just something about me that like I can talk your ear off about musicals and what I love about music. Awesome. Now, do you still do anything musical related? Besides going to musicals, not really. Um, I mean, once a year, I'll go to um, alumni band. Um, so we'll come, the university has this big, where all the people come in that used to march in college. And so we'll all go and play our instruments at alumni band and get to march on the field at a football game. But that's about all I still do with my... All right, awesome. Well, tell us a little bit, how long have you been doing CrossFit for? I know you've been with us for five years and you kind of made mention to how you got started, but tell the listeners a little bit more about that experience. Yeah, so I think it was uh, somewhere 
2012, summer of 2012, I was with a group of friends at a restaurant and saw the CrossFit games on a TV. And I was like, wow, I want to be as strong as those women. Like I was just watching it and I was just mesmerized. And so um, I think it wasn't until a little bit later that I had a friend who I mentioned that to, who was like, let's go try out this gym, this CrossFit gym. There's a, they're having like a Groupon class for new people. So um, they kind of roped me in and I went to a couple of classes and really enjoyed it. Kind of, I was kind of off and on, um, but then really found myself all into the CrossFit world. I want to say fall of 2013 when I moved back to Texas. And so that's where I really started saying, oh, all right, I really want to learn more and get invested in this world. So I would say around fall 2013 is where I finally found my first CrossFit home and just really jumped in. And were you pretty nervous and intimidated? Or? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> hands down. Like I, okay, so I wasn't an athlete at all growing up. Like I was the captain of my middle school volleyball team, B team in eighth grade. That's about like the extent of my athletic journey. Um, like just didn't play sports. Like I said, I was loved music. I would rather be playing the piano than like being outside, being athletic, running around everywhere. So here I am, what was that, so 2012, I was 22, almost 23 years old, and I was like, what, pull-ups, what are these people doing, like, just all, I was super intimidated, I was like, I don't understand what's happening here, but like, I think over time, I started really finding, like, oh, I really like this, I like, I like to see how I'm growing in this, and like, before I knew it, I was moving different color bands, you know, when I was with pull-ups, and I was like, oh, look, I'm improving, so, or just, I was putting a little bit more weight on the bar. So I, I think I really enjoyed that and the community aspect and that's why like, I kind of stayed with it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you definitely have come a long way. I remember we did this pull-up workout the other day and I was actually thinking about how you have gone through a tremendous transformation from when I first started coaching you. Because now I, I want to say you can do quite a few pull-ups in a row without a band now, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and like, my strict pull-ups, like, I just remember, like, one time, I just, I spent hours after, like, the gym, just like, okay, I'm going to practice strict pull-ups, I'm just going to practice this, because, like, I've never done anything gymnasty in my life, like I said, again, eighth grade volleyball, that's about the extent of what I could do, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it was a lot of additional work outside of the gym, like, any few minutes I could have to just spend a little extra time whether that be working on my double unders, like I could barely do single unders when I first started. So like it was constantly having to put in extra time just so that I can see the improvement down the way. And I'm just really grateful that I was able to do that and have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, and I think that that kind of segues into something I've noticed about you. So all over all these years, you've been one of those individuals that really works to achieve more, not just inside the gym, but even outside the gym, and it's very apparent from getting two master's degrees, is that yes. correct? Holy yes. moly. Um, you know, you're always volunteering, you're always putting your heart and soul, not just inside the gym, but to others outside the space, and it's very evident. And, you know, I do a lot of consultations with people that come in, and one of the biggest obstacles is finding time. And I feel like for you, you've not only found time to devote and make it a priority for yourself, but to do all these things and work on additional skills. So tell me a little bit, 
and maybe the listeners can um, get a little bit more from you on this. Like, what are some ways or some advice that you might have for them with all the hustle and bustle of life that's going on that where you could still stay focused on the things that you're trying to achieve and accomplish? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think um, a little bit has come from, like, I, I have to know my why. Like, why do I want to do this? Like, everything I do, I'm like, is there, what's the purpose behind that? And so for me, like, coming to the gym, coming here, is because this makes me feel balanced. This is a place where, like, I can feel, I can release from all the stresses of the day. Uh, when I went back to school for my second master's degree, it was about, like, why? Why am I doing these things? And then by grounding myself in my why, then I'm able to sit there and plan intentionally, like, when am I going to make these things work? And so I think there's a couple of things that I've had to let go. Like, I can't keep doing this. Like, and the question is, why are you still doing it, right? And, like, <laughs> and if I couldn't find, like, a good reason to, like, this why, then, like, I let it go. I would say, um, do I overextend myself sometimes? Yes. Um, and there are some seasons that are just really, really hard. And so then it just goes back to like, how do I find time to just restore and like ground myself? Um, whether that be with family or friends, um, with my community, things of that sort. But I mean, if you could see my planner, you would see like almost every hour planned out. Like, I have my calendar on my phone. I'm like super color coordinated, detail oriented kind of individual, which works for some people, doesn't work for many. But I think again, it all goes back to, I have to always go back to why am I doing this? Like, what is my why to this and making, and that's how I can be able to fit all those things in. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna come right back into this too, Nicole. Uh, so I think it's a great point that you make about the scheduling because, like I said, you know, we have people that their biggest obstacle is time. And it's, it's one of those things, too, where we can be like, I'm going to schedule time for me. I'm going to have a time for me to meditate. I'm going to have time for me to meal prep. I'm going to have time for me to make sure I go to bed on time so I can feel rested or make sure I get my workout in. But as you probably have run into, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm sure there's a tremendous amount of discipline that goes into that because we can see it in our calendar and then uh, mm, I could probably spend more time working a little yeah. bit longer instead. So what is, what is something that's helped you manage that challenge? Um, I think, uh, like what's helping me manage that? I think it really goes back to, I, I have to really lay out the priorities and figure out what is the most important right here, right now. Like, can this work, and it's something I'm still learning and something I'm still working through, but um, can, can this wait? Like, and especially when you work in education and you feel like everything is on the line because your students need you and they need it and like everything I do is very people-centered and focused and so I'm just like, what if I don't get it done? Like, then they're gonna be stressed out and they're gonna fall apart and everything's just gonna go out the way, like it's gonna be her terrible. And I think someone had to sit there and look at me and say, like, well, can they survive for one day if you just, you don't do that and you come back to it later? Uh, I, I think they can. <laughs> right? like, I think so. And so it really had to ha help me shift what my priorities were and, like, what could wait a little bit longer? What What is necessary right now? I'm always trying to, one new page I put in my planner that I just put is, like, here's my monthly goals and, like, here are my weekly goals, you push here your daily goals. But if I know that something can wait just a little bit longer, just so I can stay prioritized on what needs to get done today, 
then like I'm gonna focus on that and try to stick to that and I try to always see the big picture um, and that's really important to me is like what is the what is the overall vision and goals here how would this help me towards that and if not at this moment then I'm gonna set it aside and I'll come back to it later I think that speaks volumes about who you are and your character first and foremost but it's definitely a skill and like you said you know you're still trying to refine that and I think yeah. that's true probably for most people that are actually getting their feet under them to start implementing that. So I think if you're listening, you know, have grace with yourself. If you're constantly tripping up, you're going to. Yeah. Um, but the point, like Nicole is saying, just try to stay focused on those big picture things that are moving the needle and that really are going to set you up to be a better version of yourself so yeah. you can give more to people in your department with work or wherever it is that you are, right? So um, I think that's excellent that you mentioned that. So thank you for that. Uh, but we're going to switch it up a little bit, right? <laughs> now what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the funner stuff, right? So I like to ask this question just because it's unique to everybody. Everybody's got a different response. Um, but what is Nicole's favorite go-to movement or workout? <laughs> uh, anything with a barbell and anything pistols. <laughs> really? I love pistols. So the pistol workout the other day, oh man, it was, it was a jam. It was a joy. Um, but like, yeah, anything with a barbell, like, uh, if you could just, and deadlifts, oh, deadlifts. <laughs> like what a joy in my heart. Um, but yeah, I, those are like any, if I see that in a workout, like I am such a fan, the, you know, the graces, the Isabelles, all of that good stuff. It's just fun. I the do. DTs. <laughs> like, yeah. I think people are going to start coming for Nicole now, like, hey, we have pistols again, and I did not like those. I need to get her to do some of my repetitions. I don't think I've seen so much frustration in a long time other than the pistol workout the other day. And again, you guys listen and have grace with yourself. I remember actually right here where I'm standing. We're standing inside the open gym space where the lounge area is. And uh, actually a long time ago when I first started CrossFit, right here, I was practicing with my hand. They had like a, a little sink area. On my, my hand on the sink, trying to do my pistols, and I was falling down all over the place. That's just how you, you get started, right? Yeah. You gotta fall down so many times and fail, so that's cool, though. I appreciate you sharing that, and uh, you know, those of you guys listening, again, if you don't know Nicole, uh, make sure you pick her brain. She's been involved in this community for a long, long time now, and she not only knows her stuff, she moves incredibly well, and you have a tremendous heart, and I really appreciate that you're a part of this thing. And I uh, really appreciate that you came in today on this icy December 31st before we roll in 2021. So thank you, Nicole. Yes, thank you so much. Um, I just love this community and this home and just the space that you built. And I'm just really grateful to be here. Heck yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we're going to roll into 2021. Whoop, whoop. Right. So before we get into that, we'll have some things coming your way as far as announcements goes. We've made mention to opening up the upstairs. We may mention the in-body machines. You guys get professional body fat testing done, all kinds of stuff coming your way. So be on the lookout with your emails for all that information. And uh, don't forget too, to tune into the next episode where I'm going to sit back down with Brian King to discuss the next cycle of programming coming your way as we get closer and closer to the CrossFit Open. And as we roll into a brand new year that we're going to set you guys up for success for so we can put 2020 in the past and make sure that 2021 is your best year yet. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. <laughs>